Welcome to the Pizza Rose Podcast. This is uh, Ed, uh, and this is, I think, uh, where did Debbie leave those notes again? Uh, oh yeah, okay, uh, episode five, the, uh, the Kloppen? Kloppen, oh, Klopen, Klopen, episode five, the Klopen. Every pizza place has a main delivery driver that works almost every night to close the store. At the Chesterwood location, that driver is Freddy. Freddy is the classic guy-who-knows-a-guy type. Don't misunderstand, he has good intentions, but you never want to be in a position to owe him any favors. You never know when he's going to call them in. It's been a pretty slow couple of night shifts for Freddy, so he decided that on one particular Tuesday night, it'd be a better use of his time to take care of some business on the side, if you know what we mean. The store phone rings, and Riley, the night manager, answers it. Pizza bros, says Riley, sounding a little dead on the inside. Riley, this is Freddy says the voice on the phone. What's up? Asks Riley as if he didn't already know why Freddy was calling. See, in a restaurant, employees only call the store under three circumstances. One, they're running late. Two, they're calling in sick. Or three, they have something else better to do. This call was number three disguised as number two. I'm, uh, sick. So I won't be able to come in tonight, says Freddy as he inserts a few fake coughs (laughs) in between his words. I, uh, (coughs) should be in tomorrow, though. He finishes with a final cough. (coughs) Riley simply hangs up the phone. Where am I going to get someone to close the store? Riley laments aloud. Steve comes from the box room, carrying a stack of pizza boxes, and sees Riley pouting more than usual. Who was that? Steve asks as he puts the boxes on a shelf. Freddy called out, says Riley. Really? Says Steve with surprise. I mean... We call him Freddy the Closer because he always closes. Well, tonight he's left me in a lurch. Now I gotta find someone else to close the store. Says Riley with frustration. No one ever wants to close the store. I'm sure someone will step up and help out. Says Steve with a smile. Yeah, sure. Replies Riley with doubt in his voice. Riley searches the store for another driver to close that evening. The first driver he finds is Bill. Hey. Any chance you could close the store tonight? Asks Riley. Actually, uh, I just got a flat tire, sorry. Says Bill. Riley sees Travis and tries to corner him. I need a closer tonight. You're always complaining you need more money. How about it? Asks Riley. Tonight, uh, my, uh, girlfriend dumped me, so I gotta, uh, beg her to take me back? Travis replies. Riley knows that Travis is lying. Your girlfriend, huh? I'm having trouble believing that one. Riley sets his sights on the next person. He takes a deep breath, fakes a smile, and moves on to ask the broke college kid of the group, hoping he'll be desperate enough to say yes. Riley, you see, is completely unaccustomed to smiling, and when he does, it makes him look like a murderer planning his next crime. Once, he smiled at a customer, and they never returned. Needless to say, it is very unsettling, which explains Richard's immediate refusal. Hey, Richard, can you... Nope, exclaims Richard. I know what you're going to ask, and the answer is no. I have an extremely important exam in the morning, and this place isn't worth it. Riley moves on to his last hope, but Jenny beats him to the punch. Hey, Riley, we're pretty slow. Can I go home early? Jenny asks with a smile. I was just going to ask if you could close, replies Riley with a frown. Nope, a new episode of Alaskan Survivalists is on tonight, and I don't want to miss it, declares Jenny. 
Riley, out of options, turns to one of the few Pizza Bros customers that night and begs. Can you close the store with me? Dude, I don't even work here, responds the customer. Defeated, Riley has no idea who is going to help him close the store. Steve realizes that Riley has once again struck out. No luck, huh? Steve asks with empathy. As usual. Riley sulks. Steve thinks for a second, and in a moment of kindness, or was it pity? Steve volunteers to close the store that night. Well, if no one else will close the store, I can do it, says Steve, feeling a little heroic in the moment. Really? Replies Riley. I didn't want to ask you because you opened the store this morning. Well, I'm happy to help you out. I don't see any problem doing a clopin, says Steve. A clopin? Riley asks with curiosity. It's when you have back-to-back shifts, one closing and the next opening, you know, like Ed does, says Steve. But I also opened the store this morning, so it's technically an opaclopin, says Steve with a laugh. Riley looks concerned, as the prospect of opening the store makes him uncomfortable. Yuck. Opening the store? How early do you get here? Asks Riley with repulsion in his voice. About 9 to 9.30 a.m., depending on the day, Steve informs him. That's way too early for me. If they ever tried to make me open the store, I'd quit. I don't even wake up till 4 p.m., declares Riley. In that moment, Steve pictures Riley passed out on a stained couch in the middle of the day. He's surrounded by crushed energy drink cans on the floor. The idea of sleeping that late makes Steve uncomfortable, and he shakes the vision out of his head to come back to reality. It's now 7.30 p.m., and Riley sends all the other employees home except for himself and Steve. They all make small talk as they leave. Jenny waits a moment for the other drivers to leave so she can ask Steve a question. You want to come over to my place and watch Alaskan Survivalist with me tonight? Asks Jenny. Steve blushes and can't look Jenny directly in the eyes as he responds. Uh, actually, I, um, I'm closing the store tonight. Jenny looks disappointed. But maybe we can hang out another night? Steve offers. Sure, another time. I'll see you later. Jenny responds with disappointment. Jenny exits the store, leaving just Riley and Steve all alone at Pizza Bros. So, does it ever get busy during the closing shift? Steve asks. Busy? Not on a Tuesday. We probably won't get another order the rest of the night. Riley replies. Oh, says Steve with disappointment in his voice. What time do we close? Inquires Steve. 1 a.m. Riley informs him. I guess I'll go get all my closing duties done then, says Steve as he heads to the back of the store and starts the intensive cleaning routine that is now his responsibility. First, he cleans the entire prep room, washes all the dishes, and folds extra pizza boxes. Next, he takes out all the trash, restocks the make line with fresh ingredients, and wipes down the oven. Now all he has left to do is sweep and mop the entire store. With all of his busy work finished, Steve looks for Riley to see if there's anything else he can do. As Steve enters Ed's office, he finds Riley sitting in the office chair and leaning back with his feet up on the desk. I'm done with all my closing work and we have no orders. So what do we do now? We do my favorite thing. Nothing. Replies Riley with satisfaction. Nothing? I can't do nothing for the next four hours, Steve exclaims. I can, Riley says as he pulls the Pizza Bros hat down over his eyes. (sighs) I wish I would have known I was going to close tonight. I would have brought my comic book, regrets Steve. You read comic books? Riley says with curiosity. No, I write them, corrects Steve. You write them? 
Riley asks, impressed. Yeah, I wrote this one during COVID, and Steve is interrupted by Riley. Stop right there. No more COVID. I'm pretending those two years never happened. What else you got? Riley asks aggressively, so he can move past the two years of his life he intentionally blacked out. There's this one I'm working on called RoboBuddies, Steve says proudly. Okay, now that sounds interesting. What's that about? Asks Riley. Uh, it's a buddy cop comedy about two partners who get put into overpowered robotic battle gear and are stuck doing traffic duty instead of solving major crimes. They end up using their military-grade weaponry to solve petty crimes, making things worse in the process, explains Steve. Awesome! I want to read that! Riley says, excited to hear more. Riley and Steve continue to chat about comic books and different things that they like until they once again find themselves bored. With nothing left to talk about, they decide to do something that they both have always secretly wanted to do. So Riley and Steve walk into the box room and build an adult-sized fort out of pizza boxes. It is now 10 p.m. as they put the final extra-large pizza box on top of the castle. They step back to admire their work. Wow, that's even better than I thought it would be, Steve states. Nice touch to add the tower and the parapets, adds Riley with admiration. My thought was that if someone laid siege to our castle, we'd need to be able to defend it, explains Steve. After they finish building and admiring their castle, relations between Steve and Riley sour due to differing opinions on the best use of their castle. Over the next hour, they part ways and move into competing box forts in the back room. They hide behind their own individual pizza box walls and, like little kids in the snow, throw things at each other. Except, instead of snowballs, they each have five-pound bags of pepperoni slices. They throw them at each other like frisbees, and the pepperoni slices fly across the room, stick to the fort walls, and make a huge mess. Take that, yells Steve. You're going down! Riley yells back. You'll never take me alive, exclaims Steve as pepperonis whiz around his head, hitting the pizza boxes with a thunk. By midnight, Riley and Steve are back to being friends again and have moved on to making arts and crafts using whatever pizza-making supplies they can find around the store. Wow, I never thought that you could weave a sweater out of pepperoni, stickers, and mushrooms, says Steve as he admires Riley's craftsmanship. Your pizza slicer necklace is awesome, replies Riley. By 12.45 a.m., though, the duo are once again back in Ed's office and waiting for their shift to end. Riley has his feet up on the desk, and Steve is reclining in an old office chair. This is going to be the longest 15 minutes of my life, Steve comments. I'm exhausted. I just want to go to bed. I'm going to rest for a couple of minutes, says Riley as he lowers the bill of his hat over his eyes. Okay, just don't fall asleep. I want to go home, responds Steve. Riley closes his eyes and Steve does the same. They both fall asleep sitting in Ed's office. Around 9 a.m., Ed pulls up to the store and sees that all the lights in the store are on. That's weird, Ed thinks to himself. Ed goes to unlock the front door and finds that it is already unlocked. He opens it and walks into Pizza Bros., He finds the pizza oven on and the store ready to go for the day. Ed scratches his bald head and can't quite figure out what's going on. Ugh, we got robbed. At least they were nice enough to reset the store, Ed says aloud to no one in particular. Ed walks through the store to see if anything is missing and everything looks fine, until he sees the box forts and pepperoni mess in the back room. What the heck is this? exclaims Ed. 
He turns around and heads to the office to call Riley and lay into him for leaving the store a mess. When Ed opens the door to the office, he finds Steve and Riley passed out, snoring like little kids who had too much fun at a sleepover. Ed wakes them up, sends Riley home, and puts Steve to work cleaning up the mess from the night before. The end. Oh, come on. Do I have to? Really? You're going to make me do this? I'm I'm not qualified for this. Just I'll, I'll quit. Riley, just just read the script. I'll quit. You can't quit. You got a contract. Fine. <sighs> Thanks for listening to the Pizza Bros podcast. Share, like, subscribe, or whatever. And if you don't, we won't have any friends, which I'm okay with. Whatever. Bye. <laughs>